What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I am Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 648. In this episode, I'll discuss pre-hospital antibiotics for severe sepsis. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 648. Back in episode 185, I discussed a study that looked at delays from first medical contact to antibiotic administration for sepsis. The authors found the median time from first medical contact to antibiotic administration was 4.2 hours, with a delay of about half an hour accounted for by pre-hospital care, and the remainder over three and a half hours accounted for by the emergency department. In this study, only the total and the ED time delay in giving antibiotics was associated with increased mortality. However, the study authors raised an interesting point. Should antibiotics be given in the pre-hospital setting for sepsis? At first glance, it seems that giving pre-hospital antibiotics is not supported by the study. After all, the delay in pre-hospital period was not statistically significant in terms of effects on mortality, but... If the antibiotic were to be given in the ambulance, 100% of the emergency department delay is eliminated, and this delay was associated with increased mortality. Finally, a pilot study of pre-hospital antibiotics for severe sepsis was just published in Academic Emergency Medicine. The primary aim of the study was to describe the safety and feasibility of a protocol for pre-hospital recognition of sepsis with hypotension and septic shock, drawing of blood cultures, and administration of IV antibiotics in an urban EMS service in the United States. There was a prospective cohort that got pre-hospital antibiotics, and it was compared to a retrospective cohort. Patients had blood cultures drawn and then received either piperacillin tazobactam if there was no penicillin allergy or ceftriaxone if there was a penicillin allergy. There were 29 patients involved in this prospective pilot study, which were then compared to a retrospective cohort. The time from receipt of the 911 call to antibiotic administration was significantly lower for the prospective cohort than the historical cohort, a mean of about 36 versus 220 minutes. However, the time spent on scene by first responders increased by 10 minutes, as did the scene plus transport time. The study was not powered to look at heart outcomes like mortality, but it did demonstrate the feasibility of this approach. Antibiotics were only administered in the study if two sets of blood cultures could be drawn. There was only one blood culture contamination in the prospective cohort. Additional antibiotics during the ED and hospital course were administered in all but one of the encounters, suggesting the protocol was able to successfully identify patients with an infection. Emergency medicine pharmacists have the potential to interact with their local EMS provider leadership to discuss these results. If you're not in contact with EMS leadership, ask around among the ED physicians you work with. Chances are several of them are involved in regular meetings and can put you in contact with the group. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to PharmacyJoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.